So to be able to have two feelings in your heart at the same time, not a simple thing, to hate the actions of somebody, but just and love them because of the divine soul that they have in them. Or to make it more personal, it could be your own child that you hate some of their actions. But you love them because, after all, it's your child, right? Or someone in your community, someone in your synagogue that, you know, uh, their actions, hmm, displeasing to say the least. But yet you feel a bond and a connection. You feel a bond, you feel a connection. To, to that individual. And you can have both things at the same time. And this is very important that we be able to make the distinction because unfortunately, when we look at a loved one, often we define them by their actions. Actually, that's what we do with all just about everybody. We define people by their actions. We don't define them by anything deeper than that. And therefore, their actions is, is the sum total of who they are. And therefore, you know, you will have a dislike towards them because of their actions. Now, again, I'm not talking about, you know, some, uh, you know, a, a, a Nazi. I'm not talking about even what's going on, you know, today in the war. Um, I'm talking about, you know, family members. Your community, you know, for Jewish people, the Jewish, you know, the Jewish people and, and the community that you belong to, so, you know, there's always going to be someone, you know, that you're just going to dislike, but you have to love them at the same time. Well, actually, I'm sorry. This is only the, the, the dislike for, for the, uh, this individual and their actions is only for someone that you're close to. Your study partner, who's a very great Torah scholar. But if it's someone that is uh, not versed in, in Torah, or maybe somewhat versed, but you know, wasn't really totally through and through committed, then their deliberate sins are considered inadvertent. And there's no room actually for hatred there. There's no room for hatred. There's only love, which is a fascinating idea, not even to hate their actions. Um, not even to hate their actions, but that, which is a very powerful idea. Again, the only one that you hate the actions is that Taurus scholar who is your close friend who moved away from and left you know, Judaism or at least the practice of Judaism. So that's few and far between. And even then, love should be the dominant feeling. So just what I want to bring this is in a practical sense is that, you know, there should only be love for, for others, uh, you know, because how many people are a close friend that are a Torah scholar that you yourself have to be also, you know, on that kind of level. So it's got few and far between. So therefore, for a fellow Jew, just love. Now we've spoken about what it means um, love for um, 
someone who's not Jewish, and we spoke about the uniqueness of this love. The love is because of who you are. You are a Jew, which, what makes you a Jew? Not because you're an observant Jew. That's what you love about yourself. Now, really, like, you know, really good observant Jew. That's why I, I you know, I, I feel good about myself. No. I mean, I shouldn't say that. You should feel good about that if you're doing good. But um, that's not what is your true, you know, the, the true love that you have for yourself. Because what happens if you don't do good a certain day? Or you're just down? So where's your love? Well, your love should be a much deeper one. For the fact that you are a Jew, the fact that you have uh, this Jewish soul, and by that virtue, every other Jew has the same and same exact soul in its root source, and that's why we are literally brothers and sisters. We're literally related to each other from the soul level, not from the physical level. Different mother, different father, different family, um, but from the soul level. And therefore, there's only room for love. Now, let's be practical. That's, a, you know, if we're really a Bainini, we're going to be there. But if we're only a Bainini in training, a BIT, so there's going to be times we hate. We have to be careful about that hate. We have to make sure that that hate is only for the actions and not for the person. That's very important. Hate their actions, but don't hate them. Love them. And where can we make that distinction? in a simpler, easier way, is a child, a child of yours. Because in the end, there's an intrinsic love that you feel for that child, so you have that love. But sometimes, mm, their actions, you really dis dislike, even hate them, because they're self-destructive for that child. And they don't realize it. They don't, um, they don't even realize it, because they're so... Uh, living in a darkness. So um, now the issue is that sometimes it's not so easy to feel the love towards him because what we're seeing is the action. And especially if that action was done against me. If it was done against me, then for sure the love that I would naturally have for them is kind of vaporized. It's not there. So this is the key, and this is the key of today's class compassion think for a moment they have a divine soul they have something so beautiful within them and, and it's appreciation for them not not for them vis-a-vis for them who they are and now that wow they've got such such a beautiful soul within them that's imprisoned you feel bad you feel compassionate and then that compassion can redeem the love that will allow you to feel a love towards them once again, which is powerful. So uh, I, I strongly suggest this concept of compassion in relationships that you uh, that you implement. So, for example, I give it in general, like you know, your child, your spouse. 
it's something you know not so pleasant and and all you can see is the unpleasant behavior towards you right which that we have to be very careful because we have to not let that uh, cloud us so could you imagine you think to yourself well my spouse she he or if it's a she she and not if it's a she maybe he no 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 a she's a she and a he's a he um they're really suffering look at the way she blurted that out she's in pain and she doesn't realize the pain that she's in is because there's a gaping hole in her soul and because of that she, she said this what a pity what a pity not recognizing that there's such a beautiful soul within and wasn't able to find her true inner self you say that to yourself about your spouse or about your child that will bring a redemption of the love that we can have towards them powerful and we need to use it all right questions comments don't forget question marks before you ask a question so that way I know that it is a question Um, Kalos, is this an extension of love between Asaph and Jacob? Um, hmm, good question. I need to think about that. Um, What happens if well-known Jew who don't know personally goes off the derech and tries to change others publicly? How do you feel about them? I mean, any bad thing that's done, you will hate the bad that's done, of course. Right? Um, that's for sure. Um, we're talking about you know your it's not about how you feel from them from a distance because that's not too relevant how do you feel about them you know how do you feel about them uh, in relationship to them how do you deal with them so it's not about you know how do you think of them it's you know you have Anyways, I hope that was okay, clear. 
Um, MC, balance. A non-Jew can convert to Judaism, but it's different than being a Jew by blood. Is that correct? No, it's not actually. Thank you for that question. Not at all. A Jew by blood, which is no, there's no such thing as a Jew by blood. That concept of a Jew by blood came from, uh, it came from Hitler and Nazis. There's no such thing as a Jew by blood. A Jew is by soul. And that soul is given by God. So, if you convert according to Jewish law, and that's important, it needs to be done by, by Jewish law, then you are 100% Jewish as I am, that I come from, you know, parents and grandparents uh, that are Jewish. No difference. And, and I don't say that as a... Um, uh, as, as you know, just uh, as a as a show, or you know, to placate anybody, but in a hundred percent, there is no difference. That person is a hundred percent Jewish, because it's not there. It's not. It's not a blood thing. It's not a cultural thing. It's not a race thing. It's a soul thing, and that soul is in the convert just as it is in a regular Jew. So that's important. That's very important that we appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you come out from the mikvah, like you are a new person. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, John, how does uh, the hatred apply to Malachi where it says God hated um, Asav? Uh, uh, yeah. That's for that's referring to idolatrous nations. That's the idea there. Now, it's important that the conversion be done according to Jewish law. So, uh, should we be like Pinchas when we saw the fellow uh, committing a sin publicly? Um, we have to be careful with that. No, no not generally not uh, to be done. Aren't Jews recognized by matrilineage? Um, so, it's by a Jewish mother that the soul comes. So, if the mother's Jewish and the father isn't Jewish, then you get it, you're endowed with a Jewish soul that God endows. It comes by way of the mother. It's not the mother who gives a soul, but she's the bearer of it through her. I hope that is clear. Davida, yes, we should use Yosef as an example who forgave his brothers. Very good, thank you. Born again, if you convert into yes, 
it's like yeah it's like you're yeah you're What tribe is a convert? Hmm. That's a good question. I have to look that up. I don't remember now. That's a good question. Good question. Give me a moment here. Um, on Instagram, do I see a question here? Oh, but him loch. Your firstborn daughter is getting married this week on Sunday. Beautiful. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. Beautiful. Bella, even dealing with the toxic people use compassion if they're loved ones yeah it works I, 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 I see it in my own life uh, dealing with sometimes people that are you know in a, in a toxic place in a difficult place and the more I'm able to have compassion and to, sh and, and to express love to them it kind of you know makes it go away Does connection bring redemption? Um, yeah, I don't know what, what you mean by that, Jennifer, exactly. What kind of connection do you mean? Doing a mitzvah, yes. Okay. Michael. Please share. Yes, um, the previous rabbi said that we should have also compassion if uh, the Torah says you shouldn't have compassion about a person. Um, is this what uh, is written in the Talmud that everyone who takes the verse literally is uh, almost like a heretic? Uh, could you repeat that? Because I, I didn't catch it. Um, the, the, the rebel and the, the, the rebel and the previous rebel said mm -hmm. we should have compassion for people even when Torah says we shouldn't. We, sh we should try it. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, then in, in, in Talmud is written um, whoever takes the verse literally acts almost like a heretic. Right, okay. So, oh, okay. So, yeah, there is, um, Talmud says in certain places, um, that um, on such people don't have compassion. So the previous Rebbe said, wow, what unbelievable compassion there must be, we must have that, the, that in other words, it's so profound and deep that the Talmud tells us, our sages teach us that such a person isn't, um, isn't due to have compassion. Uh, that's wow that's really that's really 
Nebuch, that's really, what a pity. Like, wow, that was so low. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, absolutely correct. Absolutely. Very nice. Um, we just saw something here. I'm actually on I don't Okay. Sarah has a question on Instagram. Thrice five. Got candlesticks for Shabbos. Beautiful. Use them in good health. Um, how can you still give love, but try not to push them away as you can see the pain in them? And it's difficult because they still daven from time to time and yet seem lost. But again, I, you know, compassion is a very deep thing. And for someone who is lost, to have compassion for them, even in the face of being, you know, abused by them verbally, let's say, you know, they're just nasty, right? And the natural reaction is to recoil, to remove yourself. Who needs this, right? It's true. I understand that a greater and more healthier person is able to not feel their challenge, their difficulty, their hurt, but a real healthy person is able then to get beyond their own hurt and see, oh my gosh, look how hurt they are, that they had to act so nasty. You know, your spouse, your child. Wow. What a pity. And you have compassion for them. That's beautiful. I hope that was, uh, that set, shed some light. Rachel, please share with us. Hi. Good morning, everyone. Um, Good morning. Thank you so much for having me every day here. Um, I think I had an aha moment of the day today uh, for what you said, uh, and it's going to stay with me. Uh, I really appreciate that you said hate the action and not hate the person. And... Um, this is uh, really a game changer. Um, regardless uh, of what, we shouldn't hate any human being or any person, but we can hate their actions, and hopefully that would change to love eventually. Just wanted to mention that. Thank you so much. I moved that myself down to audience. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Now, um, you know, 
some people their evil is so evil that um that you know uh, they become the embodiment of it but for the most part not <laughs> for the most part not yes thank you for sharing thank you but um yeah if we can do that now uh, you know by the way it's interesting you know uh, jewish law we just learned uh, we're just learning actually that if someone comes after you to kill you so the mitzvah is that actually you kill them i mean if you can stop them with not killing them then you have to do that but if the only way to stop them is by killing them the fact that they're after you to kill you so you can't say well you know let me just hate their action but love them no all of that right now you have a different mitzvah to fulfill and that is to kill such a person um as the torah tells us that's even speaking about a fellow jew trying to do that right not you know not saying and not, uh, not making a distinction um so you know a fellow jew who you have the obligation to love them as yourself but um, they have lost, forfeited their lives by trying to come after me to kill me. So therefore, I can kill them if that's the only way I can save myself. Again, if you could uh, stop them by not killing them, then you know, and you do kill them, then you're a murderer. Um, the point I want to bring out is that um, we have to be careful that this attitude means that um, I am a very pacifist and um, very you know um don't fight back no so for example like in the land of israel that the jewish people there and there's you know nations around them that want to annihilate the jewish people um we didn't say well you know i hate your actions but i love you no that's not the way to look at it because um you know the way to look at it is i gotta protect the Jewish people in the land of Israel, and for that matter, all the people that are there, right? Um, and uh, and if it means, you know, um, to to do whatever is necessary, so we don't look at some terrorist who has killed innocent children and say, "Well, I love you, but I just hate what you do." No. We go and find those terrorists and we kill them. Why? Because that's the mitzvah, right? That's the mitzvah that's incumbent upon us because that person is seeking to kill. As that person is seeking to kill, the mitzvah is that we have to get up and not allow them to do that and stop them from doing that. So, you know, we have to be careful because if we would get kind of like lost with you know oh but i love him no 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 be careful with that just want to make sure because it, it can be it can really go south and 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 have a real wrong you know connotation now if you have the opportunity that you can try to help that person and, and bring them out of their right their um hatred out of their hatred 
So, you know, and you can influence them, then fine, absolutely. Now, I believe that every single terrorist, I believe that, you know, the, the Russians, what they're doing, and the terrorists uh, that uh, do things to, to Israel, all of them, they're created in the image of God. And there's a goodness that's deep down in there. They may have forfeited their lives. Remember, we've spoken about this before, that, that death is an, can help achieve atonement. It's part of an atonement process. So death is, you know, sometimes a good thing for such a person. For them, let alone society, because they are a terror to society. They're a murderer, right? But for them, it could be a very good thing. That's a very different take on it. So, um, so I, I, I truly believe that's what Torah teaches us. That every human being created in the image of God. So there's something um, in them that's good. They may have forfeited their lives. And that's how I have to look at them as they're forfeited their lives and take their lives if necessary, right? Again, a murderer, a terrorist, and whatever the case may be. Um, and, and that's how I have to deal with the with the with the situation and not turn the other cheek and not you know be passive um you know no not at all so i that distinction i hope is is clear thank you uh rachel for bringing up what you brought up because i think it was an important point but uh I, again just to make sure that there's a a, a clarity in the distinction between all of the you know topics at hand all right i gotta run over here folks as always it's amazing it's a pleasure i'm rabbi ronnie fine coming to you from chabad Station, my trial candidates are a privilege and a pleasure to share with you the tanya if i didn't answer all the questions we'll continue our conversation god willing tomorrow see you then be well have a wonderful day